was like, oh, you're, you're from California? And she was like, yeah, how about you? And I was like, me too. And then she was like, where? I'm from, <laughs> I'm from like Hawthorne in like LA. Hi, welcome back to Center of Attention. This is Brachi. And I'm the pinch of turmeric powder that turned your bathwater yellow and made your flatmates think you pissed yourself. Sean. Who also talks over everything I do on this podcast and I just laugh. So... Hey, anything to get you naked, sweetie. Fair enough. It's working, it's Fair working. Enough. Yeah, She took her jumper off just now. Right now. Yeah. Energy. <laughs> I think it's a really nice time of the day energy. for us. Yeah. Okay, great. That's what we call it. Um... Whatever, I can't talk. Hi. <laughs> uh, all right. So I want to introduce everyone to a brand new concept that we're trying out in this podcast. It's a formula that we've recently launched. I think you'll love it. It's part of Fenty Beauty's brand new makeup edition, Kylie Cosmetics, Kylie Skin, pink range of box and letters. Basically, it's a bag. <laughs> it's a paper bag. It's a paper bag. It's a makeshift paper bag because we don't have the budgetary... Um, uh, uh, infrastructure to say to, the least, yeah. to really facilitate the procurement of a box. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is we've kind of reappropriated a Godiva paper bag and filled it with paper cutouts. Which what do these paper cutouts say? So which they read, you might be wondering. Well, uh, first of all, one of the pieces of paper is a new restraining order. <laughs> so you cannot do this podcast with me anymore. <laughs> Secondly, they also contain a list of topics. So, so we've each, got 50 topics. Yeah, more about, than that. More than that. It's like 50, about 50 something topics so in here. In here and it's a free for all. Yeah. And what we're going to do is every episode, we're going to pick out. Yeah, we're going to reach our big thick, juicy limbs into this cavernous sack of dread and pull out something that you can really use to comb your life out of your hair. Mm, okay. Yeah, on a metaphysical level. So you really need your crystal healing for this. Okay. Uh-huh. So we got things that range from uh, immigration to identity to a Bollywood. To some, Bollywood! Yeah, I don't know who put that could you imagine someone writing that down and putting that into this box? Who who would be that crazy? Me. Uh, we've got stuff like beauty. It's a very yeah, so complex. We've, basically, space. we've got like one word topics that both of us have agreed upon. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to make this a bit more fun, we're going to come in on the podcast, pick up, pick out a topic. Yeah. Single it out, bully it, antagonize it, show it that it really doesn't belong here. Just yeah. like pride. Just like right. Exactly. That's, that's what, that's to what be it's one about. Of the topics. Yeah. So okay. So what's the topic for today? Can I do some drum roll stuff till you pick it up? Okay, give me a drum roll. Give me a beat. Give me a nice percussion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, oh, could you guys like this ASMR experience they we're can't giving hear you? That a drum roll. Yeah, but this is like part of the. It's like a harmonization. So it's a okay. symphony. It's it's Beethoven. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna reach my my swollen limbed zookeeper style fingers into this little grotto, this this canyon, and we're gonna pull out a, a topic. I'm not gonna look though. When do I ever look? Oh gosh, I'm scared. Mm. Mm. Jobs slash employment. Employment. Okay. 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 Um, I. So, what are your opinions on jobs? I um, personally disagree. I mean, that's a <laughs> personally. <laughs> I think they aren't a thing. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in jobs. Like, it's like big jobs are like the Yeti, the Bigfoot. There are only certain kinds of jobs that are worth it, though. Steve Jobs is worth it. Hand jobs, nose jobs. I was gonna say nose jobs. If it, if it's a cosmetic procedure, if it's a job in that regard, sure, sign me up. Sexual procedures as well. Though. Sexual procedures. Procedure. <laughs> what are those? Like you go through what a CAT scan, an MRI where they jerk you off. That's like a sexual <laughs> procedure. Like we're just gonna check your blood levels real quick. Can you make sure you get an erection for us? Yeah. And you're getting patted down yeah. by a TSA agent, and you're like getting a boner. Wait, you literally confuse the hospital and the airport at the same time. They're the same place if you have a bad enough internal immune system. Fair. 
Okay, so back to jobs and employment. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot that was our topic. Wh- are you somebody who like sees yourself working in a nine to five job? I like to think that. I'd like to think one day I could have enough of a compulsion and dedication to the routines of an uh, of a normal circadian person to be able to do that. But, but what happens when you have a contact lens problem again? I, so you make I'm you gonna call in sick. I'm gonna yeah. call in sick. I'm not even gonna bother. My principle in life is I'm gonna show up more than ten minutes late. I'm not gonna show up. I would rather turn up not ah not turn up <laughs> than I would turn up thirty minutes late with a goddamn Starbucks in my hand and a half put on Chelsea boot. What are your opinions on nine to five jobs? Okay, I think um, I have a I have a really good theory on this, and you have to hold on to your hat for this one. Nine to five jobs. This is me holding the, on to the, my hat. Yeah, your your <laughs> follicular challenged. Okay, uh, so nine to five jobs. Now, this will fuck you over. Oh shit! They are designed to make you wake up at seven o'clock every morning. Okay. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care if you live three towns okay. outside where you work or you live in the inner city. You are going to wake up early for your job. So? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's why I want to be self-employed, but also I want to make yeah. money. So I but who's going to give you your holiday bonus if you're self-employed? Literally. Right? Like, literally. I, I, I made a raise. And like, did you forget that you work for yourself? <laughs> I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be like, where is my fucking birthday bonus? Where's my day <laughs> off? And then I'm going to look at my teachers and my boss. And they'll be like. Yeah. It's weird that we just got jobs and employment because I was thinking about because I was on a call with my mom about like family businesses before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we started the podcast. The Mary J. Blige family affair. Yes. Basically, uh, we were talking about family. My mom was talking about family businesses. And I literally, while I was talking to her, I was thinking about, like, whether I would want to do a family business or I would want to be in, like, a job, like, work under someone. Because she was talking about, like, her entire, like, hierarchy thing and owner, being an owner and stuff like that. But, like, because she runs her own business, right? The family business model is a very attractive one for a lot of people, especially freshly graduated, like, you know, plankton. Yeah. Like, we're just coming up from the bottom of the ocean it's an easy way out because your parents can be a bit more flexible with you yeah. and you can negotiate for different terms and conditions than the other employees yeah. and you get like a diff- you get like you have leverage right like who wouldn't want that yeah exactly I think a rigid uh entry level nine to five job is not accommodating a lot of people struggle it's hard maintaining one and that's not even the biggest like the uh issue is the fact that not everyone has the wherewithal to escalate the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. We're like, just, it's so hard to just keep doing the daily grind year in and year out. And it's just, what, what's the point? Like, I just don't want to put years and years into getting yeah, five I, grand I feel more. Like when we're doing like creative things, obviously, because you're a uh, journalism student, I'm a media student, we're going to go into like a more creative industry, more or less. Yes, like the paychecks are going to be like $3. Literally. But um, in that space, you kind of get more like, Herpes. you get the flexibility. You get the entire, right. you might not have to attend, come in nine. Oh my God, day. yeah. And you can have like finger tattoos and it's totally okay. Exactly. Can you yeah. stop attacking me? No, I just think about it because I know people who have their knuckles tattooed and work as journalists on BuzzFeed or Vox and they yeah. have very promising careers, but I don't know what their monetary is. Is like. BuzzFeed even a promising career to have anymore? Oh my God. You are so right about that. Yeah, like... No, okay, let's think about it. Maybe Vox, 
uh, Vice. Business Insider. Vice is dead to me. It's like ID, Vice, and BuzzFeed have kind of taken a nosedive in terms yeah. of quality content because they're so, I think, once you become like a monolithic news I feel like producing... what happened was that with BuzzFeed, Buzz, what happened with Buzz, building. What happened with BuzzFeed was this entire like bandwagon thing where they tried to like become your friend where they were like trying to share memes all the time and stuff like that. So the channel itself the medium itself was trying to be like someone you know like someone you follow do you know what i mean get like, what i mean uh i just think buzzfeed's so unoriginal yeah it's kind of become it's like, like every did, other thing now it's trite it's boring it's a recipe but is buzzfeed unoriginal or has everything become like buzzfeed no i think buzzfeed's still trash yeah i mean it is it is pretty trash i mean i admire the people who work there because like obviously it takes a lot of courage to kind of invalidate who you are as a person and turn into an invisible <laughs> shield that can just produce material regardless of who you are no shade to anyone who works at buzzfeed do you know anyone you. who works at oh whoa okay we know someone who works at buzzfeed who actually listens to this podcast he's amazing we love though, you i think we love Wh- you whoever you are you and know buzzfeed india is actually pretty good so i think one of their strongest autonomous um nation operations is the buzzfeed india operation because yeah. that one i'm not i'm not you know a Indian per- from India, like I don't know the cultural background. Yeah, and because stuff. you're a fake Indian. As exactly. Yes. I'm a coconut with a ripe husky exterior that's hairy and bold, and I'm not going to apologize for it. So, what if I smell a bit like rotten tomato? Yeah, at least you're good with pineapples. Yes, so it's fine. on and off. Exactly. So, I, so on and off, <laughs> we get carried away here. I think whoever you are who's listening from BuzzFeed India, you know what the fuck is up. I think. You're a very talented, multifarious human being with skills and attributes and that I... And Sean fuck you. Okay, if you were taller, we'd get <laughs> talking. But I think, personally, I'm not in the mood for a scandal. Um, if you are, though, let me know because I know your, your family is very open. And I'm sure we can work things out. Okay, moving on. What they're always on the channel. Whatever. Moving on. Anyway, employment was oh one God, of the yeah, subcategories jobs. as well. Under that. Employment and jobs are like interchangeable. Yeah, but like you know how um, UK has an underemployment thing right now, where like they have problems because not a lot of people are doing um, menial jobs or like retail jobs and stuff mm-hmm. because everyone's trying to be like a freelance creative person. Do you know this entire thing of like how India has overemployment? Like we have jobs that don't need to exist. Like, have you have uh, you've never been to India? But like, if you go on like the bridge, the sea links and stuff, there are people whose entire job is to show you the way. What? Yeah, there's people like so you Which have a guide. So you know how you have a toll a, where you pay for money before you enter like the, the bridges, like like a turnstile. No, like a toll. What is like that? A, you pay. A toll person. Okay. So obviously that's one job, uh-huh. and then that guy will open the. Thing for Asshole. you, the yes. Oh yes, spread his legs. <laughs> that guy will open. Screen. That guy will open like the plate for you to exit and enter the ceiling. Uh-huh. There is one person who stands after the plate, and his entire job description is to show you that that's the bridge. Yeah, but then like, that's like the same point. You have things like Walmart greeters who just stand there at the front of the wall, like of the store. They're like, "Hi, welcome to Walmart." Yeah, but that's still like marketing. This is because they need to have jobs for everyone. There's people. We have liftmen. That's not a thing everywhere. Every like building, a doorman. Yeah, but yeah, he but sits in the lift like, and presses buttons. Maybe he's just curious. <laughs> 
Maybe that's not his job. That Maybe is. he's every, just an, get, every building you go to in India has a lift man. Maybe he's just an eccentric older man who is curious about the mechanics of traveling boxes and he's he's trying to figure out the machinery that goes into making this ingenious contraption function. And so his uh, he says his entire principle so he, in life is yeah, to, so he, he's there doing the analytics. So you'll enter the lift and he'll go. What if there is five. a what if the lift man isn't even a real person? What if you're seeing dead people oh my and God. no one else in the country? Ow. Ow, why do I keep hitting myself with the mic you today? Really focus on stuff. Ow. This guy with this guy, he could fully be an apparition. He could. He, you need to really just reevaluate your spiritual circumstance and then maybe the next maybe time I'm you just enter being delusional. An, there's this Korean elevator game. I was going to say elephant. There's a Korean, Korean elephant game. Yeah, it's called eating a lot. So there's this Korean <laughs> elevator game where you just like, you go into the elevator and you press like the button three and then you go up and you have to, uh, you have to say something or do something at night. It's, it's, it's very shift. It's, it's a uh, psychosomatic. Experience. I have no fucking idea what to do. And with. then you go to level five. You're in, this is an elevator. Okay. And you go to level five and, and then there's meant to be a woman and she comes into the, ele- she joins you and then you're trapped in this like enclosed space with her. And then she's meant to Fuck like, you. look at you and ask you oh. questions. This is, you need to set up. Okay. Not all porn is about the fucking, <laughs> like do the narrative and then you can do the doo-doo. And then you get to the ninth floor or whatever. And there's like this, uh, cathartic moment of realization where you, uh, cross bodies or switch switch dimensional channels and then and then she re-envelops you into her world i don't know what it whatever it's a korean what lift the game fuck are you talking about? You play- <laughs> like i'm actually looking at you for the past two minutes being like i need oh, this to end i'm no, no, falling no. asleep okay see if you didn't have a job and you didn't you didn't know that that korean elevator game was real you wouldn't See, that's why employment is important. Okay. <laughs> have you had a job before? Yes, I have had a lot of different kinds of jobs. Like a boob job. Okay. I haven't all got a boob job. Okay. <laughs> no. I was going to say, you might want to offer a plea deal or a refund on that one. Wow. Are you are you shaming me for my body? Are you body shaming me? Well, it is Pride Month, so I have to cut you down to size a little bit. What, do you think gay people need to be walking around with their leather belts and choker collards being all like it's pride month. why are you so ag about pride month i just think it's it's um look capitalism this ties into jobs and employment yeah money making yeah. the whole the corporatocracy <laughs> whatever gays are allowed to be vagrant and insane um even corporations are allowed to profit on their backs because i think every capitalistic marketplace has has the there's always the impetus to want to make money. But I'm also like, why the fuck are we getting Tesco sandwiches that are like filled with different colored f- vegetables because it's Pride Month? That's something that's You mean Marks to. and Spencer? Oh, sorry, Marks. Yeah, Marks and Spencer. Um, I don't know. For the, it's, it's a very like, It's a weird thing. kind of capitalism, though. Like, do you know what I mean? No, it's so typical. Capitalism is all about mm. profiting off the backs of every movement that can potentially be money making. Yeah, I've had a job before. I've worked in a retail store. Um, I used to sell oh shoes. Oh my gosh, yeah, you sold shoes. Yeah, but I used to do that in London. But that, you know, what's you really weird? You did that weird? back home too. Yeah, but that time I was doing like a slightly higher position. Because it's not the same thing. Because here I was a sales assistant over there. I was helping right. with a lot more. And it's looked at completely different because that was technically an internship. It wasn't... Wait, you need an internship? Yeah, that was an internship. Because like that was like... I don't know. I don't know what that I guess was. You could call it soul searching. Okay, let's refer to my photo book, which I captioned. I, so. ca- I call it soul to soul in the end, but oh. all right. 
Um, so basically, I was selling shoes here, right? And in a retail store, mm-hmm. that's something that is looked down upon in India. Like if I went to a retail store in India, like a Nike, and went like I want to work there from the kind of family background I have, and the like. Luckily enough, I'm like middle class, upper middle class. It's kind of looked down upon to do jobs like those. Like it's a very India has a very weird thing about oh oh. Oh, I agree. Is that the same? Weirdly, I agree. No, no, because like no, but I do understand the whole uh, because it's like a lower class thing. thing. Like this is me doing air quotes. Nobody can see, but lower class is like a proper like nobody says working class in India. They literally say lower class. I love that. And so out there, (laughs) so out there. You walk into like a bougie restaurant and you don't have like anything branded on you, and they're like, um. Are you poor? And they're like, we can't, <laughs> Stop being poor. We can't serve you. We, it's no, dude, take your that, uh, like, I remember when I was growing up as well, people would say LC, which is like lower class. So if you're trying to insult someone, you're like, why are you being such an LC? And I'm like, this is just not okay. Like, they, maybe they're just trying to say the brand of underwear is called LC. Like the one with the lemon. I thought orange. it was at the university. The lemon. Okay. No, it's... it's anyway, what? so... Um, yeah, so basically, like, if I was to do any job like that in India, it's completely looked down upon. Like, even even when I was doing it here, I know a lot of my friends were like, why the fuck are you doing it? Like, why the fuck? Are, why well, don't you I, do something I bigger? Well, I think that because as a younger person in university who's gearing themselves, sorry, 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 college, who's gearing, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, okay. Not a vampire, but I'm counting. Um, anyway, my calories. You heard that, Marks Spencer. I don't want to guac. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, so besides pride, I, as a college kid, mm-hmm. you you've got an undergraduate degree kind of secured under your belt to some extent. Yeah. And expectations and reality don't always conform, right? So you're going to have to get a job eventually to just make fucking money. Yeah. No. So get, the entire point, like obviously, because again, going, also I'm I'm also going to say this because I'm pretty sure this is kind of part of the narrative here. It was a part-time fucking summer job. It was meant to be a stopgap. It wasn't like a... My my job. Yeah. Mine wasn't a summer job. But my... Okay, well, I worked at a a reputable club, so I... Yours was a part-time summer job. But it was... Where you were money laundering, basically. No, I don't want to get into that. Okay. um, (laughs) It was more a strategic eliciting, uh, rather soliciting. Or Getting people to tip you more, it's fine. Yes. That's basically what it was. Yes. It was sexual healing at okay. its finest. Okay. But, um, no, but going back to like the fact that we do these jobs, right? Obviously, we aren't in student loans because we're international students and we acknowledge that, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, I'm not like in the in a space where I need the extra money, but it was literally like extra money because I wanted to like shop for shoes. So it was pocket money. Yeah. It was it was a bonus. And I kind of did not want to like spend my dad's money for shit like shoes because he's like uh-huh. that's not his problem that I like. Not shoes. not like you only have like 50 pairs of I shoes. I don't have 50 pairs. She's got a chronic illness. <laughs> there are some people who go into like chemotherapy. She goes into like shoe Yo, therapy. Yo, people have more shoes than me. I'm pretty sure my dad has more shoes than me. But anyway. Your last name is Mashu, not more shoes. I think you need to really <laughs> reel it in crazy. Reel it in. I got a bag. Telephone. Anyway, so I find that really weird that like all of that those jobs that, but that goes back to like this entire class differentiate, differentiation, I feel like, because the class differentiation isn't as strong or as valid in UK, but in India, it's like a really big thing. Like I'm pretty sure it would be weird for an upper class kid like 
to be friends with a lower class kid as well. Like it's that kind of. Wait, what, like like that caste system thing. No, that's class system. I'm not talking about caste system. So okay, but I, I mm. like somebody rich would like their family would not want them to be with someone. Like I know for a fact, my parents always go like, "Yeah, we don't care about who you bring home as long as they're financially stable." But it's not really kosher or copacetic to talk about that stuff in like in in London or anywhere really. Yeah. No one wants to put a label on the fact that you're working class and you earn fifteen thousand pounds a year. Yeah. Whereas my my kids, Cinderella, Barbarella, Johnarella, Casey, Cassidy the third, yeah. goes to like a private school in Richmond, and I get like eighty thousand pounds a year. Yeah. It's, it's a different ballpark. Yeah, but then that's why it's somehow more acceptable to do any job you want here, no matter like where, what kind, where do you stand. But in India, it's completely unacceptable. Like, literally. Oh, it's like a social gap. It's a very big, it's like, why Why are you doing this? I see. So what, when you came here and you had your part-time job, what was that like for you? It was it was interesting, but it was also, I noticed that barrier so much because I was working at Carnaby Street. So it's a very, like, tourist thing. And, like, I would see Indians come in, like, from home. And they would realize I'm Indian. And they would say comments like, why is she doing this? Do you know what I mean? Like, it would be like, why Maybe they were talking about job? your outfit. No, my outfit's always on and point. I was like, why is she doing this? Purple doesn't go with that color. Purple goes with everything. You know what? But- I forgot. She had a purple jumper on when she came into the studio today. And she's redeeming herself slowly. Purple goes with everything. That purple jumper, shout out Harry Sims, is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. So everyone, you heard that. You need to be purple and jump her. <laughs> Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, how was your job like? Um, Have you done any more jobs except that one at the nightclub? Well, let's talk to the 68 guys waiting in the line outside, all right? You guys want these jobs? Um, <laughs> knuckle dusters. Those are really good for punching people. What I'm trying to say is... <laughs> what? I worked at a reputable nightclub in the that, heart... That's debatable. Honey, it's had a very that's long... That's debatable. I hate that long, nightclub. illustrious, um, I hate that nightclub. robust, caricature-like history. It's a very... It's if, it's lion. Not, if it's not reputable, it's, it's called lion lion. <laughs> uh, when you're just sleepy, you have a lion. And then when you go out into the jungle, there's a lion. lion yeah, so it's it's called two lion, different spellings. Lion. Yeah. So you lion lion. But then you're not telling the truth about where you work. Exactly, so you're lion. lion lion. Okay. Lion lion lion. Yeah. Triple. So we are, are we lying about this? So is this the name of the place? But are we lying? I don't know if that's what you're meant to say, because is that really your line? <laughs> I don't know. Right, there's just so whose many layers. Whose line is it anyway? Okay. Um, whose line, 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 line is it anyway? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is it was a, a mutable uh, situation full of d- dread, uh, precipitation, randomness, and the occasional boner cracking. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. Look, we were locked in this sweaty meat locker esque kind of a chamber below the sub ground levels of this of club. Line line. <laughs> yeah. And I was trapped in, I was a cloakroom attendant. If anyone wants to come ride my cock for such a, a degraded profession, let me first. I would fully do it though. It's, a don't, sim- it's such a good job. Don't show. try me. It was seven pounds 50 an hour. That's good. I, no, the tips were good because I would walk away on the daily with like 90 pounds in tips. And that is after having split them four ways with the, with the coat room attendants. It was, it was very, it was stressful. It was frenetic. There was a lot of people. I think yeah, people... Yeah, I hit the cloakroom in that Oh my god, place. wait, can we talk about something real? Are we being too real? I don't want to be too real if it's too offensive to people. Whatever. I'm going to say it. Working sucks. Working nine to five is worse, but part-time jobs where you're interacting, like the food and beverage industry or cash checking and payments, 
ew. Anything with customer service. Oh my god, really. I hated that. There are Bro, people, I hate especially shit. at a club, because drunk people are the worst. Oh my god, so uncoordinated. Oh my they come god. downstairs, they're three pound coins. They're like, I can't read what is the number. And it's like I don't freaking care. Okay, mm. it was everyone who was there was like Mediterranean, Spanish, Italian. No offense, I love you guys so much. You guys have the hottest bodies. Um, <laughs> but goddamn, these people are stupid. <laughs> Now, I hate customer service. And also, again, I worked at Carnaby, so very tourist, very people come in. That's without... the thing. That's the thing. Your clientele makes it or breaks yeah, it. Yeah, because if you have all the transient people who are only here for a week or two. Yeah, they're not going to bother being nice. They're not going to. Also, like, it's not a thing to be nice to employ, uh, uh, employees, apparently. It's like, not a thing in London because people are so. Not even. Space, and you're like, can you just give me my fucking cloak? And it, or, like, yeah, can you just. Cloak? Me? We weren't selling <laughs> Harry Potter memories. <laughs> it's called a cloak room. Yeah, but we don't Coat. hand out the cloaks, okay? They need to come back with a chip that has their number on it, and then we correspond to the appropriate... I know how a cloak room works. Like, okay, then why don't we simulate it right now? Hi, welcome to the cloak room. Would you like to check a coat or a bag? No. No, that's not the right answer. You have to speak in an Italian accent and be like, it is a respond. No. Okay. Everyone thought I was Italian, okay? Because I, oh, I am not being ridiculous, <laughs> random, crazy, or hyperbolic. You're absolutely, you did oh, not. Oh, shut the front door! Everyone came up to me. They're like, "Oh, see, Italiano," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And, and then you oh, move your head. No, 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 listen to me. I hated this. This is the most disrespectful thing that ever happened to me. Well, not really. This girl was like, um, where are you from? You don't sound British. And I was like, bitch, I ain't trying to sound British. I don't know what part of Ireland you thought my broken ass, crusty ass, musty, dusty, brownish shit accent's from. But it ain't it ain't Ireland. And she's like, where are you from? And I was like, um, so I'm born in Hong Kong, lived there till I was seven. But you always Then moved you're... to Singapore. And then I moved here two years ago for college. But I don't have time in that random but line exchange of people to explain my history and my entire predicament surrounding it. Then yeah. I have to opt for the easy way out because my accent's <laughs> one giveaway. And I go ahead and I say, I'm from oh, Riverside, me? I'm from Riverside California. <laughs> but then this one whore was like, me too. <laughs> I'm from California. And I was like, Oh, you're you're from California? And she was like, Yeah, how about you? And I was like, mean too. And then she was like, Where? I'm from <laughs> I'm from like Hawthorne in like LA. And I was like, You're oh what I I can't I'm uh, how could you together. even be my neighbor like that? And she was like, Oh my god, which high school did you go to? Where are your parents from? Tell me all about your life. And I was like, Bridget Jones, I don't give a <laughs> fuck about your story right now. Here's my Instagram handle. And then dead giveaway. She was like, "Um, where's the American flag? Because I have the Hong Kong flag, the Singapore flag, this and, and the, for the Union Jack, the British one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Did I get the wrong flag? <laughs> and then, You're such a whore. Oh, my God. I literally, I dug myself into such a well of despicable lies that oh I was God. like, you know what? Harry, just leave. And it wouldn't have been much faster for you to be like, I went to Singapore and I went to an international school as well. Do, do you think my Italian co-workers who were next to me who knew oh, the nobody. full story, they were like, what the fuck is going on? And literally, I was like, yo, oh, the ugly asiatici. Like, I was trying to be relevant and relatable. I was like, bezzo di merda. And they were like, can you shut up and do your job? Speaking of jobs, that was traumatic. Customer service and interacting with strangers. <laughs> I have to let my guard down to such a degree that I don't think I can ever repair myself emotionally. I feel like I didn't hate it. If you didn't know, I'm broken. <laughs> I feel like I didn't hate my job that much. I just feel like I did not have enough time to dedicate because I was doing a retail job, right? So I had to keep running Ugh. to stock rooms and getting... Don't stop swearing. And getting all the stuff. And obviously you 
can't have that much interaction on the floor and stuff like that because why am i so clumsy today you can't have that much interaction with your um other co-workers and stuff because you have to like indentured always, laborers like you always have to be yeah licking assholes toes. yeah basically yeah on your, i meant on my on your knees not yeah, on your toes. fertilizing old and firm women yes mm-hmm. uh but what happened with that was it was physically and mentally super draining because i would have to be in this like closed space for like seven hours at a time and that's the thing it's hard to find respite or reprieve when you're working long hours and your job involves you being on your toes all the time and on your knees and oh, <laughs> oh so that's Sorry, the kind of shoe store club. it was yeah oh my god of course of i course. i okay. give you a blowjob while putting on shoes on yeah when she said sneaker she yeah. meant sneaker out the back and yeah, fuck, fuck her up. and then it fuck her leave. in the back yeah well. <laughs> and that's... then break her back yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And then just put some plant some PCP up her coochie. Basically. Yeah. Um. No. So <laughs> that's not what I did. Sorry, yeah. mom. Sorry. Uh, there was no Tabasco or Mexican food around. Yeah, but that was fine. I, I, but there were certain days like customers were so aggy, like I couldn't deal with it at all. Aggy. Iggy. <laughs> so <laughs> naggy. <laughs> Customers yeah. were so instant. They were like two they were minute like conver- They were Maggie's. They were Maggie noodles. Aggressive. Yes. Okay, so why were they Aggie? <laughs> I can't explain. Can't explain. <laughs> Dude, they were like they wouldn't care if you were tired. Like, okay, I know I'm not supposed to. Yeah, be but, but like, if I had mm. to run to the stockroom and come back, and they would keep changing their opinions. Uh, and shoes. I hate indecisive mother daughters. It was so fucking annoying. Like, why did you ask me to go bring the shoe if you did not want it? Anyway, like the worst is when people ask you for like 10 shoes and they wouldn't even buy one. Mm. And I worked in commission, so I had to like... Does that have more to do with the fact that they're indecisive or you being an employee having the discerning qualities within yourself to be able to pick who you serve because based on body language and the way... I wouldn't really have... I wouldn't get that choice because we would get really busy. So I would have to serve well, everyone. What was your quote? You, there was like a, a quota at, uh, in mind that you had to serve a certain number of people per yeah, day. Yeah, because I I worked on commission. So oh I, my the God. more amount of shoes I stole, the higher commission I would get. The number of shoes you stole? Sold. Okay. Oh my God. Sold. Oh my God. Sold. Shoes sold. So sold. <gasps> that wasn't funny. You sold my... me on those shoes. Okay. So basically, I've got shoes stolen. Do you have those in sock? In stock? In sock. Okay. You dumb Friar Lawrence ass looking bitch from Romeo and Juliet. Why don't you go encourage some more clandestine underage lovers to mingle? Anyway, we've got shoes stolen from us because we put out all the left foot and Nike down. Stop put- it so much. Stop it right <laughs> now. As if. What? Who is a connoisseur who's like, you know what? I know this store stocks the left That's foot. what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to. And then they go into another mm, store and pick y- up the right. Yes. <laughs> so most what? shoe in stores. Nancy if, Drew no, I'm not fucking with you. Nancy most Shoe. Nancy Shoe. Nancy Shoe. Nancy mm-hmm. who? Uh, most shoe stores. Shoe sto- Lock Holmes. Bitch. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, so most shoe stores stock the left foot, like they'll put the left foot on display, but Nike Town puts the right foot on display. So it would, it's really easy for them to come take an Air Force One left from us and then go. And also most shoe stores keep a UK nine. So, so they take an L from you. Yeah. And then they take an R from Nike Town. Yeah. And then, but they then get you a end w. up taking the real L. Yeah. 
Dude, the that first is time fascinating I, to me. The first time a but shoe who, got stolen from you... me, I literally cried. And my manager was like, yo, this happens like every day. Wait, stop it. You cried because of shoe that is not even part of your personal <laughs> development. Or I thought I was going to get your... fired. And they were like, chill. Getting fired from a shoe store is like getting told that your Christmas present wasn't wrapped neatly enough. It doesn't matter. Inconsequential. Trivial. But wrap it oh. before you tap it, you know what I mean? Oh. Okay. So you so you're saying your gift to me is an iPhone because you have to tap it. I'm I, waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> Didn't you just get that, a new phone? You don't know my business like that. Yeah, what if I, I need do. a work phone? What if this is my burner phone? What if I was the guy you sat behind <laughs> on the bus who was making trap uh Cardi B sounds? Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. So now I want to ask you this. Why do you think we need to work? Can't we just live lives like libertines and Who do nothing? Who is sponsoring this? Why are we studying? What's the point? Let's just all just sit in this room and talk all the fucking time and not pay for it. Right? <laughs> why, did you just you, you ask know, me why do we need to work? You know, you know, why are you being such a nine-year-old? You know, you kind of, you got me there. You yeah. got me there. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 do you think about jobs in the future? What would you what would What your, do I want to do? Here's a really good one. What is your first point of what's your first like point of contact once you graduate and you need to find a job? What do you do? Where do you start? Employer empl- uh, employing sites, right? I mean, but I feel like think, mine's going to have I, to be like a lot networks. of my tutors have told me this and I think it's a very a familiar practice across the board. 35% of companies that put out job posts already know who they're going to hire. They just do it because it's protocol. Because mm-hmm. they will have like 50 interviewees Dude, come in trust they me, already know who's I feel like for all kind of um, like industry, nothing matters as much as networking. Like I don't even give a fuck. So like true. you could not have a degree but you could know your shit mm-hmm. and you could get hired at like Google. You could smell like Guadalupe refried beans but get a job anywhere. I don't think, I don't think you could... Okay, so no. fragrance to me is Maybe important. Maybe chipotle. 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 Harry Chipotle and the sorcerer's guac. No. I, you don't understand my relationship with Chipotle. We don't understand. Did he do any jobs before this, like before Lion Lion? Um, funnily enough, I worked, I worked a lot of times ad hoc. So I would do. Like, ad what? Ad hoc. It means per basis of whatever is required. Oh, okay. It's. A Latin phrase, um, so ethnic like that. Um, oh, I thought you were Italian. See, si, Parmigiano Reggiano. So Did basically, you just say Parmigiano Reggiano. It's a re- you're so bad at doing anything <laughs> cultured. Um, anyway, so basically, I I worked on an ad hoc basis. I would do like spoken word things. I like get paid for it. It was more like quid pro quo moments. Like yeah. you just pay get paid for a gig, and I never did like long-term stints i always thought like that was the framework that i wanted to step into because i did theater in high school majored in it really and a lot of people were kind of like under the assumption that my career pathway would kind of take um shape and mold itself into that like because of yeah what i'm trying to say is you you don't think you're gonna have a nine-to-five job if you work in the arts because i grew up in the theater and i was expecting to go into an industry where you would work maybe eight o'clock to ten o'clock for a tech run or maybe a full day of rehearsals once or twice a week and then you have nothing Mm. to do until the next week we actually don't discuss this enough because i have the same background as you when it comes to all of this because i've done theater as well and i've done spoken word Mm. see i think that's where we diverge because i'm white you're not white um 
you know, the you're first not, rule, the first not, rule of respecting saying. someone is to accept their opinion. So your opinion is not this right. This is a customer service situation. You need to sell me on the fact that I'm white. Okay, go. I'm not going to try to because I don't. Hi, ma'am. Do you have these in size white? <laughs> size white. What are you going to say to me? Uh, no, we have them in brown. Is that okay? I'm, so, I'm going to go to the Nike store and take a left shoe and I'll come back that, in an they, hour. They do the right shoes. Okay. <laughs> so why can't you do the right shoes? You're giving I, me the brown ones. I want the right ones. You want the white ones. Mm. I see. Right is white. <laughs> Sorry. Was that too Sorry. progressive? Was that, was that was just that, too retro futuristic? You can't say that. Tasmanians? So basically... Um, that's exactly what happened with me. Like when I was growing up, I knew for a fact that I can't do like nine to fives. Like I'm more of like, call me whenever you need me. And that's So fine. what you're, <laughs> prostitution at a young age. Is a good called idea. out to yeah. me. Yeah. Just working a sign on the corner that mm-hmm. says, buy my hole. Buy my hole. Yeah, tw- turning buy it like it's like, like a sign for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Okay. Basically, that's what I did mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I also used to run events and stuff like for spoken word and stuff. Right, so that was when I got right. a lot of my income because I would sell tickets. Oh, see, yeah. I got a lot of my income from random people from when they forgot to use a condom. A condom? Yeah. yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, Income. Outcome. We come. Wait, stop it. Outcome was when I, wo- I went to the bathroom, <laughs> moseyed on over to the toilet bowl. And I was like, you guys want an outcome from this? Start spewing hot, fetid, cheesy yuck stop it white chocolate stop it i like these kind of foods you hate cheese so you're gonna say shit firstly guys this needs to be addressed sean hates cheese this needs to be undressed i feel like i wanna i want a guy i want the job that doesn't have a time frame that needs that needs that has the flexibility that i could give it um also i'm one of those people that i can't like leave my job at work like I, what is that? Oh, you want to bring it home with you? You don't want to punch out and just leave it at the door. No. Okay. Especially because I want to get into like thing. events and management and all that's that. That's my thing about nine to fives. A lot of times it's a scam. It's a sham scam. Gooped and pooped. You don't get to leave that at the office. Yes, it's a nine to five. But then if you're working in advertising or some creative campaign, marketing, branding, strategy, whatever conglomerate, you come home, you have all these ideas you have to mull over and bring it back the next morning for a presentation. I did not graduate college to do homework. Am I sounding really entitled? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, stop it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why did I sign up for a life of persecuting my brain at night? You're that, right, though. But I know I spend five hours a day on dating apps. You think I'm going to give that up for a... Do you actually? I mean, I spend a lot of time on I my I like phone. the sound of your beard on the mic. That's not my beard. Do it again. That's my eczema. Do it again. Oh! That's the real ASMR. Okay. I love it! Can this be my full-time job? Just scratching skin <laughs> Who's on... Who's paying you for this? You have no idea. First, let's talk about Squarespace. Squarespace <laughs> is an exceptional Beyond way to use your website. <laughs> Just design it for no cost at all. Drag and drop interface is easy for you Me to satisfy <laughs> your website and branding needs. That's squarespace.com slash code podcast. Get your 20% off code now. We don't have a code. This was not an advertisement. We have no sponsors. No, no, no. Why are you trying it out? You don't know. There, we have 15 listeners. Okay. Yeah, try it out in and let us know. In seven countries. Yeah. Um, you might not get the discount, but it's actually a good app. Yeah. And they should actually sponsor Do you us. like tickling yourself? 
Can you tickle yourself? No. So, so weird, right? Yeah. Um, my ideal career, I think, would have to be something... I say this like it's easily attainable and I will get it in a, the drop of a hat, but it's it's a lot of work and I'm not ready to put any effort into it. So obviously it's a pipe dream. We'll reel it in, crazy. Whatever. Um, I would love to work in advertising or branding, but the more I think about it, there is, there is a peculiar art to making journalistic content nowadays because a lot of it is on YouTube. And there are like four to five minute clips put up by Business Insider or Vox, um, uh, CNBC made it or whatever, like these different feature channels that have very niche demographics and they want you to create content for them specifically. Um, a lot of time can be very, uh, can flummox you if you mm. don't, if you don't know the where about it. But I think that's a really fun way to get started out because it's, it's not like you need an entire, a frame of credentials to get a job like that. And you can easily be an intern or a junior content creator. Mm. And you just have to have that spark. Yeah, but I feel like we don't know enough about the corporate world either. That's the thing. That, that, that is so true. Because it really depends. Because a lot of times, like, if you're doing a corporate job, you could actually uh, leave it at, you could leave it at work and not have to take it back with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but a lot of it, I think... If you're but working if you're, collaboratively like what you with a team, said what your ideal career is, it is gonna make you wanna have to take your work back. Home. That's if, no, but here's Anything the thing creative, though: you can't leave it. it. It's a difference. Here's a very, I think, um, it's a job because it's nine to five or it's part time, and you clock out and you leave it at work because it's work. A career is something you're passionate about and you do wholeheartedly. Yeah, same. My shoe store was a job. So then that's an entire... Yeah, and then that's when you don't care for it. Yeah, but, then if but it's that's a, when you're doing it for the money and not actually yeah. for Like, nobody's... And that's the thinking, thing. Yeah. But, but, but the same time... But it's what you're, like, studying right now. Yeah. And what you want to do, right? What would that be for you? What, what's your end goal with your education? You know, I fancy myself this glorious image of a Lindsay Lohan type middle-aged man woman looking thing i don't know what happens <laughs> in the future things can change guys and i just i i i have a, a nice blazer um i got some checkered pants i've got shoes shoes are important i, I can walk in them they're good for that <laughs> you should know this you've worked in a store that calls them. um and I, I walk into an office where there's like a, a fan blowing in my face and i just look very uh, serendipitous and, and engorged with, with bodily fluids from the man from the night before. And I walk in and I have this aura of this commanding energy and I look across the room so and everyone's... Look at Let me explain. And I, when the people look at me and they're like, oh my God, he really knows what he's about. Like he's really going to put this campaign on the map. And then I'm like, okay, you know what's up, bitches. And I turn to the right and my creative team's waiting for me. They're like, hi, do you want a coffee? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Give me a mochaccino. And then I step up to the platform and I deliver a keynote address to the entire team. And I'm like, look, this campaign's gonna be fire, as the young people say. And and it just materializes before my very eyes, but I'm rich. Okay. What is that called? Working in Delusion. Working in Vogue. Yeah. Basically. It's called imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would your ideal job look like? Uh it would ideally be me running around a club at night and you shut up. No, listen, I'm trying to get money off the promoter because they wanted my artist 
to show up at a club. So basically that one episode of Atlanta. So there's an episode of Atlanta where like Donald Glover, uh, he chases the manager of the club because he wa- he's an artist manager and he wanted his, the club people wanted the rapper at the club to just do an appearance and kind of bring clout, whatever. <laughs> and um, he had to chase him to try and get money off of him. Being like, yeah, you call my fucking rapper, but you've not paid me. And in my ideal situation, even though that's not what, like, that's not convenient and that's not what it is, I see that for me. Like, I see myself having my artists, taking them for promotional events, and then trying to get my money. That sounds like panhandling. Basically. What? Manhandling. Oh. Yeah. Kosher. Yeah, but no, I want to be an artist manager. Hopefully, let's see if it works out. Touch wood, touch wood. That's but a plastic. That's a drywall <laughs> board. Touch it, touch it. That is literally plastic. That's what? That's touch my it. cock right now. It's hard. I, it's not. You know? Oh, <laughs> I. I think there's a lot of chemistry brewing in the air right now. There are chromosomes on the wall, styrofoam acoustic panels on the ceiling, and a wet girl ready for me to take control of her body on a couch right yeah, here. Yeah, when did she get here? That's so weird. Mary Ann, what are you, what are you doing? Get up and get out. You have a job to, <laughs> to take care of. Okay, so let's wrap things up here on the Code Podcast. Why did we talk about jobs today? Because it, We had no choice. Um, <laughs> because that's what the bag demanded. Yeah, teabagging. Teabagging. Teacher bag. Hand jobs. Okay, um... So employment is good. Essential. <laughs> we need it. We yeah, stand. No matter, no matter who you are, what you think you can do with the rest of your life, your capitalistic intrinsic qualities will always draw you back to employment and you will never find a true release from this sweet corporatocracy model of a society that we've established for ourselves unless, unless you're killed or plan your own death. Or you just marry rich, bro. Not always going to happen. You could. Find Try your right luck. People. I implore you to start setting your tinder to, age I, settings to 40, 40 and above. yeah i think i just need if a you want to date rich you need to date old that's my thing that's true you, you know. gotta go for ceos fortune 500 venture capitalists all you need to be yeah okay no you, you just, have a, you need to date rich yeah yeah, I need to. I need a sugar daddy. If anyone's a sugar daddy, please hit me up. Actually, please don't. I somebody said this as a joke. We have we have money as a topic coming up soon, so we'll we'll probably get into this conniption at a further date. All right. Awesome. All so, right. um, thank you so much for listening. Let's see what we put out of the bag next week. Yeah, or two weeks from now. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah, so Prachi comes out every other week. Yeah. Um, sometimes anyway. I'm in the closet. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just versatile like that. Yeah. So if you guys have any queries, questions, concerns, or queefs, QQQ, mm-hmm, uh, feel free to leave them on our Instagram, which is at quote dot, dot podcast. C O A T dot P O D C A S T. Yes. Hotel podcast. Yeah. So stay engaged with our Instagram. If you want to stream this podcast, stay we're on engaged. Spotify. We it soon. It'll be fun. We're on Spotify and Mighty we're Rich. also on iTunes now. We're on Apple. Yeah, we're, we're on Apple. Apple we're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah, but we're always on SoundCloud for those people who don't want to pay for any. Yeah. We are, we've got you. Oh. We've got you. 